What's up, everybody? Ooh. What's up, Caputo? What's up, Dustin Bones? Um, once again, we're doing this literally the day before the premieres. <laughs> uh, we both live crazy busy lives right now. I know you with your whole housing situation. That's almost taken care of, at least hopefully. So. Oh yeah, man. We're gonna talk about that on the show today. We can't we can't get away from talking about that. And I apologize because I realize my sound is probably really shitty. Uh, I'm a lot further away from the mic than I'd like to be, but we're I'm having to I'm having to phone it in today. But I said I might have to phone it in and do it on my phone last time. So yeah, you also forewarned me in the chat too. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I guess, uh, what are we doing today? Story of my life? Yeah, story of my life by Neurotic Outsiders. Unfortunately, I thought it was going to be by Social Distortion, then I realized, wait, Duff McKagan was there, part of that band. Oh, I wonder if it's the same. Is it the same song? I want, well, uh, we'll say that. Judging by the lyrics, it definitely is not. Oh, heartbreak. Yes. Side face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Well, uh, what say you, Chris? Shall we hit the intro and uh, just get into the episode and see what all we got to do today? Oh, yeah, man. Let's shout. We got more coming up, so uh, let's do it. sure we got the right episode number this time yeah there we go. <laughs> episode number 185 guns and radio uh doing a little different this time i mean if you know before it's like a yearly thing like dustin somehow ends up on his phone doing the shit usually it's more at the end of the year when we record all our christmas shit <laughs> yeah this it's it's a couple of months early this year yeah we moved up to right before canadian thanksgiving so <laughs> oh yeah when is canadian thanksgiving uh, mid-October, so we got another at least three weeks, I think. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Why is, is, that, why is that holiday different for everybody, I wonder? I don't know. I guess giving you can give thanks any time, but no, we got to do it in this week. This this day and whatever, this month. <clears throat> you have to plan that shit, man. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. We haven't made a whole shopping holiday out of it yet. We have Boxing Day for that, but... I mean, we're slowly taking Black Friday from you guys, so it doesn't matter. Uh, you can have that one for all I care. What is Okay, see, so, so you've explained this to me in the past, mm-hmm. but I don't understand Boxing Day. Well, I think we, we took that from the, the Brits. Okay. And yeah. the idea is what, you're throwing away all the boxes that the gifts came in? Uh, let me look it up. Hang on. Because um, I know it's not what I originally thought it was. When I first heard of Boxing Day... For most of my life, I assumed Canada just really loved boxing on this particular day of the year. <laughs> and yeah, which is boxing nice day. as everybody's. Yeah. Sorry to cut you off there. Boxing Day in Great Britain, other Almost. countries, whatever. Um, December 26th, on which servants, tradespeople, and the poor traditionally were presented with gifts. Oh, okay. Now it's just like, oh, here's some deals and go into a mall the day after Christmas and just exchange what you didn't fucking want for what you <laughs> wanted. 
Oh, so you do your black. Okay, so Canada's smart because you do your Black Friday the day after Christmas, and then and then and, and then then there's that purpose to it. It used to be like that, but now it's like, oh, let's just be more like America and let's just have Black Friday the same fucking day as well. So, well, I don't understand the point of that because there's nothing you can get on Black Friday that by going to the store that you can't get online. Yeah, it's just like the one. It's like, oh, I want to get Christmas gifts, but I want to get them on like you know for like a heavily whatever discount, cheaper price, depending where you go. I don't know, like if you can get a good deal. But like people will still flock anyways. But like, oh my god, twenty percent off is a great deal. Twenty percent off is not a good fucking deal, first of all. Yeah, like, that's just now, like Christmas, you're saving tax. Christmas for me, um, I don't know about you, but like, <clears throat> I don't. Now, I don't have, sorry, there's a cat in my house, and he is exploring the boxes of things. (laughs) He keeps catching my attention. Uh, What the fuck was I going to say? Okay, so I don't like, like the whole getting presents thing is fun when you're a kid, but as you get older, like, honestly, it's expense I don't need, and I know, like, my family and stuff, it's expense that they don't need. Why fuck with that? Why not just like you take that money and spend it on being together or something? Exactly. Or just like you know what at, I mean? at this point, like give me fucking stuff. If you want to give me something, give me something I need. <clears throat> money or like something clothes, even like for me. Well, that's also I think because you and me are in two very different stages in life. You're in early twenties. No, and... I'm late twenties, but still, I mean, like oh, well, you're in I your twenties, yeah. Like I'm just, but like when you get older and stuff, and uh, you start to figure out, I'm gonna gonna put it this way: you never, I haven't figured the fuck out money yet. That shit complicated as fuck. Uh, I'm broke all the damn time, but somehow I keep the ship floating. (laughs) I think that that's the secret: is to keep the ship floating. As long as the ship's floating, you're good, man. Keep the shit flowing. You end up buying a house. Shit. <laughs> well, well, dude. The reason you want me to tell you why I bought the house. What? Why is that? Uh, for a couple of reasons. One is in a really, really good location. Mm-hmm. Uh, to someday be a future rental, and uh, I think I, I think I told you about where it was off air. Like it's 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 pretty good mm-hmm. uh, with its location. Uh, uh, there's more foot traffic now. And after a year of living that apartment that I was living in, uh, for the last year is pretty much underground. Like when you, every once in a blue moon, you might see somebody walk by one of your little windows and when, and the windows are full size windows, but like the bottom of the window is with the ground started at the bottom of the window. Yeah. And, and that that that, that kind of sucked. Well, it didn't suck because it was good and quiet. But at the same time, you know, like I I think it's healthy to be around people too. Oh, absolutely! You can't be like a total um, recluse isolationist. You yeah, can't, we can't do pull off our axolotls in the nineties. You know. Well, if you got family and people and shit, you know what I mean, like. Somebody's got like a wife and kids and shit. Yeah, go move out in the middle of nowhere because then you got people. You know what I mean? Then you got your people. Yeah. But 
uh, I, I did not like where I was living at. It was way, it was, it wasn't the, when I came to Jefferson city, I came to this side of town and the whole time I've lived in Jefferson city, I've lived on this side of town. Mm-hmm. And now for the past year, I've lived completely on the other side of town. And I didn't like that side cause there ain't nothing going on. <laughs> it's kind of boring over there. Yeah. It's like a North versus South kind of thing or. Yeah. yeah, but the other reason is I think uh, if the housing market crashes and this house is no longer worth what I've paid for it, then at the very, very least, the fact of the location it's in, when I do someday get it paid off and move on from it, it'll be worth more to keep it and use it as a uh, rental property to get me more money coming in. Absolutely. Because of the location of where it's at. It's in prime. I could rent this easy location. Mm-hmm. And fuck, renting laws in the States are much better than they are here, man. Well, I mean, that's a whole <clears throat> that's a whole other thing. I feel like with the way property values have raised, <clears throat> mm-hmm. that there's just as many people looking for apartments as there are people looking for houses. Cause you got to remember we're centered from Kansas city and St. Louis, all those people that were uh, working and making that Kansas city and St. Louis money. Now they're working from home, yeah. but they still make the same money. So fuck it. They'll come over here. Yeah. Get out of the city, <clears throat> get them a bigger house. <clears throat> and the money will go further here because our cost of living is a, a lot less than it would be in like a, a St. Louis or a Kansas city. But yeah, because absolutely. of all the people coming now, our cost of living is going up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like they're going to raise rent. And in a couple of years worth of rent raises, I'll, I'll be probably better off owning my place. Because at least when I say, even, even if that don't work and I sell it <clears throat> and, I, and I pay 30 grand on it, mm-hmm. when it's all said and done, I'll get that 30 grand back. Oh, yeah. So there's that. Kind of goes into some shit. But this motherfucker was a pain in the ass this week. Because um, I was supposed to go to Point Fest yesterday. Mm-hmm. See Hailstorm. And, but uh, my girlfriend's uh, had her boy, her, her a couple of the boys with her. And they're big boys. They're high school boys. They're strong. <laughs> and... Uh, I'll show you what the apartment looks like. We got hung up getting everything out. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we kind of ran out of time. So the priority became just get it in the house. So, especially after lunch. We all got slow after lunch. <clears throat> but yeah, he's, uh, she's pretty packed right now. But, but, Organizes food. So Dustin's got an interesting week ahead. <laughs> <laughs> now earlier, before but before we uh, before we started talking on before we went on air, we were talking about uh, you had found some you had an idea. Explain your idea about the uh, the bands thing real quick. Oh, I was just oh, came up this um a segment like a new something we can do like here on this podcast. I know a lot of people probably 
like a lot of the, a lot of our listeners are like you know big rock fans whatever let's you know expose them through uh some older bands that we know of that maybe aren't as relevant in sort of the uh the the modern whatever rock landscape so it's a little idea i have called we're going to go down the rabbit hole of rock and roll um it's mainly just me probably introducing dustin to bands he doesn't know and maybe dustin can introduce me to bands that i've never heard of as well so it works yeah, both ways in that way yeah this is going to be an interesting uh segment to do because uh as we've said in the past there's only there's only 24 hours in a day and when it comes to classic rock radio that we all know and love I'm, you know, you're not going to dethrone some bands. You're not going to dethrone the Rolling Stones. They're not going to come off the list. Bob Seger's not going anywhere anytime soon on classic rock radio. And then you got all these great bands, though, that had hits back in the day that just weren't, for some, for whatever, don't make it on the rotation just because there's not enough time for everybody on the radio station. Yeah. So you they found just a never band. got big enough for reasons. There's a lot of bands like that, like you know, just not bad timing, like no good luck. Like that's like the whole story of Steelheart. So, which is another so, band we'll cover in this segment as well later on. Well, right now the band that you have found. Tell us about the band of the of of the uh, of the day for this feature. For for the debut of this segment, I know it's one. I think I meant I know I mentioned a lot on this show. I think you mentioned too here and there. Uh we're looking at Firehouse. We're going down the rabbit hole listening to a uh, Firehouse. Uh I don't believe what, a, what's their biggest hit? Oh man, they had a, they had a few. Um like I would just I can just name stuff off their, their debut album, which is insanely good. All um, right, go ahead. Shake and Tumble is a really good one. Um Overnight Sensation. Um Lover's Lane. I don't think see I haven't heard many of these. These um I gotta, I gotta look at the track list, hang on for this album. There's fucking like this it's one of those like very underrated debut albums, I'd say. Like this could have been I think could have been as big as Appetite, if anything. But unfortunately, like they had one really successful album, Firehouse, but they did do well overseas, like in uh in Asian markets. Like they were huge in Japan. In like South Korea and all that. Right on. Yeah, uh, so what they, happened? So they when did they debut? What was uh, what year that come? I think it was like the late eighties. Let me check. Actually, hang on. Let's see, Firehose. Yeah, it was like late eighties, early nineties. The first album was nine nineteen ninety nineteen ninety one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Don't treat me bad. one. Um, Love of a Lifetime, I think a lot of people will know. It was a big, like, uh, wedding song. Like, a lot of first dances. I had Love of a Lifetime. It was a, probably, like, the, one of the most... One of the more like, underrated ballads in rock. So their debut album came out, you said, in 81? Uh, well, it says on Spotify 1990. But, like, oh, okay. Uh, so they're one of the ones that came out, like, right at the tail end, just when time was starting to run out for hair metal. Yeah, kind of like Skid Row in a way, too. Yeah, that's kind of the story of Tiger Tales, also. They like that whole you came along at just the wrong time. <laughs> yeah, you're just a couple of years too late. Yeah. Uh, 
So what is the, you've got a music video for us to check out? Yeah. Um, hang on, let me load it up here. I'll add it to it. So there's, there's a, I think I feel like there's a few, there's, there's plenty of stuff on YouTube. If you look up like Firehouse on YouTube, you can definitely find a lot of like music video stuff. They have, they have a Vivo channel, so that means they're definitely good for something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, see, I've heard of Firehouse. I have heard of them. I can't think of anything just off the top of my head, though. Yeah, so I found this one. I feel like, I don't know if you've ever watched this music video or not, but this is particularly a really good Firehouse song. Um, it's really look, looking at the video for All She Wrote. All right. All right, so let's uh, load it up here. <clears throat> Can you make her bigger? Yeah. Oh, not put you there. Oh, not put me there. Here we go. All right, see what we got. Typical 80s opening for a music video. Yeah. Mix with some live footage. This does look like it'd be a fun-ass concert to be at. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, they're still playing to this day in 2022. Can you crank her down a notch or two? Yeah. It kind of reminds me a little bit of a uh, rap. A little bit, yeah, but I think a little bit. I think it's slightly above rap. It's not just... My rap had that one good song. Yeah, they had what round and round. Um, yeah, I'm insane. I have not heard that one. Loving you, the dirty job. I have a handful of songs. And then oh, maybe we'll have to examine so. Rat in a Rat future segment. Oh, yeah. Man, girls were so pretty in the 80s with that big hair and shit they had going on. Oh, yeah. And they're more willing to show their ta-tas. <laughs> man, though, something about the 80s girls, man. <laughs> Wait, what kind of drum kit does he have? I don't know. It looks insane. <laughs> yeah. Kind of want to see another wide shot of the drummer. Yeah, I saw like four symbols and I saw like two more on top of them. Like, what? Okay, yeah, yeah, that kind of messed with my head for a second. Because I'm glad I'm glad I wasn't the only one. Looks like they're over his head. <laughs> I bet he had a hell of a drum solo. I'll tell ya. Man, drum solos were the rage back then. Now it's like this breaks. <laughs> 
I mean, like, the only good drum solo you'll see is, like, maybe Travis Barker or, like, Tommy Lee. They have, like, the, the theatrics and shit with theirs. Yeah, oh, we got some Tommy oh. Lee news to report on. Oh, what happened? Oh, shit. What the fuck was that all of it? God damn it. Didn't die. Oh, is he doing that it. thing again? Oh, son of a bitch. That five-minute thing? No, come on. That can't be it. That's really? What the fuck? Oh, god damn it. Fucked up. <laughs> oh, well. I think we got the gist I mean, of it, though. Yeah, I think that we've seen enough, though, to make a good uh, discussion about this uh, about this band. So, tell yeah. me, when did Firehouse start to kind of dissolve in popularity? What led to them? Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't say a downfall or anything, but uh, I, I, what 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 led to their? Are they still together? How did what's, yeah. what's cool? they're still together? I think a few different. Um, band members changed whatever but still um they're they're still together playing shows more like smaller clubs and stuff so do they got the same singer and the same guitarist and everything uh, same singer yeah cj snare has been there since day one okay uh, let me look at member timelines yeah so cj snare lead vocals keyboards has been there since 89 i think basically everyone except their bassist they only changed okay. the bassist a couple times and that was it Okay, so they're pretty well intact. Do they still tour? Are they on tour right now? Uh, right now, I'm not sure. I, I, they still do tour. They don't probably not as much. I think the last time I checked their website, you can actually book them for a show. Uh, so let's oh. see here. Yeah, October 1st, they're playing in Mount Vernon, Illinois, a festival. And then they're okay. playing in Puerto Rico, October 8th. Uh, Pennsylvania with Skid Row and Warrant on October 14th. Uh-huh. That sounds like a fun show. I'd go to uh, that. That would be fucking sick. Um, October 27th in Mexico, 80s in the Sands. And then they're playing November 19th in uh, North River, Ohio with Warrant and Winger. Oh, that might be fun. That sounds like a fun show, too. Yeah, so uh, some stats about Firehouse. 16 gold platinum records, 7 million in sales worldwide, 2 Billboard Hot 100 Top 5 hits, 4 Billboard Hot 100 Top 25 hits, 7 wow. Billboard Hot 100 Top 100 hits, uh, winner of the American Music Awards 90, 1991 Best New Hard Rock Heavy Metal Band, um, two-time winner of the AS ASCAP Songwriters Award, um, Love a Lifetime, like I said, mentioned before, number one wedding song, uh, songs used in a lot of other uh, media too. It says here, what song? What song? Uh, I don't know. It just says on their website. It says songs used in network TV shows, major motion pictures, and video games around the world. Probably. Oh, okay. Nothing too huge. And you can book for a firehouse on their website. Okay. Well, so we'll, we'll send it over to someone who can book them for, for a show just for us. <laughs> I wonder how much it costs. Uh, it doesn't say. Like, I go to book, it says contact name, phone, email, like, just put your information, and, like, you put the event stuff, whatever, in comments, and then I guess they'll just send you a, a rider or whatever. Okay. I'm in the process of working on. A live event situation with the old 77. Ooh. Uh, that live event situation may need a band. So I'm going to go look into Firehouse, how much they charge. Yeah, definitely. I would, I would say, why the hell not? They're, they have a very good catalog of music, man. Um, for anyone who does want to delve into their catalog, I recommend the debut album, the, the self-titled debut. It's a fucking amazing album. Um. 
there's a, there's a lot of other hits too, like their other later albums as well. They did a whole acoustic album too, which is really good as well. Okay. Really good well, that's interesting to know that yeah, they're still they're still um, not making as much music, I don't think, but they're still touring. They're still pretty much mostly together and doing stuff. So, well, a minute ago you listed all of the accolades that they had, like so many number one hits. Like this is not a joke band by any stretch of the imagination. Hell no. This is a very successful band. Why? And that just tells you, I mean, that just goes on to further my theory about there's just not enough time in the day. But when a band that caliber, why would they not be making? I've never heard them on the radio before. Yeah, it's just crazy. I, th- I, I feel like it's one of those bands that lost the time as well. Yeah. And that's, that's insane, though, that they were that big. And now it's like they don't ever play them. But maybe that's why, maybe because they came along too late and, you know, then all of the grunge started getting big about that time. And those are the things that the, the classic rock channels are playing now. Yeah. They, yeah. They debuted, like they were together. They started forming like the mid eighties, but by the time they actually got an album and everything out and signed, whatever it was in 1990 when that debut album came out. And then like there was, that hit big. But then after that, it's like, Oh, we only want grunge. I'll tell you that there's a uh, special going on right now on Sirius XM. Uh, they're doing three months free where you can activate your uh, uh, car. I, I did it to activate my car radio, and you don't have to put in a credit card, and it doesn't auto-renew. Wow, that's sweet. And uh, they've got that special. So I've signed up, and uh, I've been checking out Hair Nation. And Hair Nation on Sirius XM is a really good place um, to find these kind of bands like Firehouse. and Because uh, I have heard so many good songs that I had never heard on terrestrial radio before uh, on Hair Nation. Yeah, this is like the only... I would have never discovered Firehouse if it wasn't for Hair Nation. I'm trying to think of what other bands. I think Tiger Tales. I, you know, I've shown you Tiger. I don't think I've ever shown it on the show. Uh, yeah, you told you mentioned it before. I think on and off air, um, like that, that their songs. Well, that's a whole other story. But it reminds me; it's very similar. About they came out in about 1990 and everything like that, and that's kind of why they didn't go on. But if you guys out there, I recommend checking out Hair Nation just for that very reason. If you've got serious anyway, and they're Absolutely. not sponsoring us, hell, we can't get a sponsor. <laughs> Can't get nobody to click on them ads. So. Yeah, I'm fucking drinking Bud Light Seltzer here. They'll sponsor anyone. I'm still trying to get a sponsor. <laughs> they want to sponsor us. Fucking assholes. You dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin is brought to you today by water from the sea. <laughs> Jefferson City's finest tap water. <laughs> Only 25% cocaine. <laughs> very, very slight traces of lead. Uh, <laughs> a little bit of phosphorus in there. Some mercury. <laughs> you know, I have to care for COVID. That's why I don't get this whole vaccine thing, man. Why wouldn't they just poison our water? They're the ones that give it to us. Why would, why would they fuck with a the vaccine? They just put it in the water. I mean, I guess Flint was like the test experiment, and then it 
shit just spread from there. And it's like, oh, everyone's going to figure out, so we can't really do this shit. Flint is an example of poor city management. Yeah. Because if you ain't even got clean water coming to your citizens, you ain't got no business for a representative, a mayor, anybody to be making six figures right now. Mm -hmm. You don't. I don't care if that situation is going on. Your salary should get cut to fund that. Because that is way more important than anything these fuckers are buying with this money. That's just my opinion. But, yeah. No, we got pretty good water here. So, there's that. Way better than the water in Mississippi. Oh, yeah. But if it... And I heard that the water in Mississippi in some places is having some issues. But I think they've got it pretty well cleared up. But Flint, I don't think they ever did fix Flint. Those poor no, people. I think it's, no, it's, it's still and it Last sucks that the people are in a bad enough shape that they can't just move go somewhere else because the way the housing market is right now combined with that situation for them that's terrible man like if you just fucking move you know but who's going to buy a house in Flint, Michigan no one all the houses there are abandoned probably I think that's what else do you do? I mean, count your losses and leave. Town. That's yeah. about the only option. That's it. Got some hard times ahead, though. Hard times today. Yeah, but I mean, shit, at least you'd have clean water. I don't know. I feel bad for these folks, man. You got to, for sure. Because that's the kind of shit that used to not happen in America. You know what I mean? Yeah, that should get solved. No, so yeah, they don't even care anymore. Like that, this kind of shit didn't happen in the eighties, like or the nineties. Hear about it? Well, that's true. That is true. We do have more. We do have more media available. Yeah. Well, that was a that was a good find, Caputo. Now I got something yeah. else I'm going to talk about real quick. Ooh. I got a little Motley Crew news for you. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, you might want to Google this because I don't have the uh, article or anything. I can't use my phone. <laughs> All right. But uh, did you know that Tommy Lee has launched an OnlyFans? I, I was hearing rumors about this because I saw like Tommy Lee was trading on Twitter. And I'm like, yeah, okay, this is full of shit. This guy's going to launch an OnlyFans. It's, it's actually legit. Yeah. So have you heard anything about this? Um, not much. I just thought it was, like, trending on Twitter. Well, folks, Guns and Radio this week did a little investigative reporting. And let me tell you exactly how deep that Caputo and I are going to dive into this situation. We know it's, like, $49. Jesus Christ. Now, I'm not willing to do the research on this story for obvious reasons. Because you know they're going to show photos even if they blur them. Oh, yeah. And I just am not interested in Tommy Lee's yeah. naked ass. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I literally just look up like Tommy Lee OnlyFans. And I already found the bio of his OnlyFans. I'm not going to click the fucking link because I don't really care. But it literally <laughs> yeah, says... 
It says, yeah, that Tommy Lee and yeah, that dick. Come, C-U-M, watch me be free. <laughs> what? <laughs> watch what me be fuck? free. Yeah. Bro posts one dick pic, decides to be an OnlyFans hoe. <laughs> you know, there's a little Easter egg in the season premiere. Uh, if you guys saw the season premiere of Guns and Radio, episode 181, uh, the intro segment with the, the shitty cartoon I made of Vince Neal, Mm-hmm. At the end, where Motley Crue comes in to say what they did with Caputo's money, if you notice, nobody catch, catches this. But while Tommy Lee's talking, he's taking dick pics. That, that's <laughs> that was a joke that was was kind of in there, and I don't think a lot of people caught it. But like, if you just look, his phone's flashing, and <laughs> the pants, the 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 character of Tommy Lee is just Tommy Lee from the waist up. And then I got one of those slim fast commercials where they're stretching out their pants to show how much weight they lost. (laughs) (laughs) And so I've said it there. So Tommy Lee's hand is stretching his hand and then his phone is like pointing down and snapping photos of his jump. That was the joke the whole time. I would say, like, to quote Tara and Robin on this, like, Tommy Lee has become more of a himbo than Slash will ever be. Fuck. Dude, you know what? I wonder if they're online right now. Maybe I don't know. Hey, we will you shoot we shoot them the link and say, hey, you want to jump on real quick and talk about Tommy Lee's OnlyFans? Oh. And then if one of them is online and they jump on, what a hell of a fucking. <laughs> I mean, they're they're finally back in LA producing like content on a regular basis, and I'm pretty sure they probably mentioned this in their last episode. I would love to hear their thoughts on it. I would prefer. I would also love for our audience to hear their thoughts on it. I think that would yeah. be funny. As well. um, if we can't get hold of them, if not, I would say go on to their feed. They probably have already talked about it on a recent episode. Okay. We we uh, uh that's that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I'm like, dude. Not even Slash would do this shit. If Slash had an OnlyFans, he just post pictures of fucking like snakes with tits. <laughs> it should just be his Instagram, but maybe. There's less chance of it getting fucking banned or something. You know what? Here's our next segment. This is our bit. Let's talk about rock stars. Let's. Na- I'm going to name a rock star, and let's talk about what their own fans would look like. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Richards. Oh fuck! <laughs> he probably posts like nudes of like all like the thirty year olds he knocks up. <laughs> It wouldn't even be of him. It's just like, oh, look at this, look at this young little girl just shot today. I don't know. Can you do that? I don't I mean, think you, you can do that. If you get their consent, they don't give a shit. You give them, cut them in on it. Well, but isn't the point of this is that, that you're just making this money for you? Yeah. Well, actually, that'd be more like Mick Jagger's thing. Keith Richards would probably just like be pictures of him doing cocaine or something with his shirt off. I don't know. This is my my thoughts. Uh, you're going to see Keith Richards, but he's not. He's going to have his bottoms on. I don't think Keith will show you dick pics. But no, Keith won't show. No. He's going to be posing on the couch, and the underwear that he wears, I predict that you will see, are those white grandpa underwear. Like, you know when you go to grandpa's house and you see him in the middle of the night walking to the bathroom in his underwear, how they're always wearing them tighty-whitey? Yeah, it's tighty-whitey with the pens. So you're going to have – oh, I wouldn't say – no, I don't think you wear the pens. <laughs> But 
you're gonna see him in all seasons. That's what I would imagine in my head is he's gonna is like like grandpa walking to the bathroom <laughs> in the middle of the night <laughs> when you spend the night at grandpa's house as a kid. Oh my god! <laughs> but laid out on a couch or something and taking a photo and smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> Or you got that one friend that's grandpa's like that twenty four seven because he's an alcoholic. <laughs> Friends drunk grandpa that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next, Stephen Tyler. Oh God, I don't know. Mm. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna throw you a bone. Give you a fun one to think about. Madonna. Oh no, Madonna would go full though. She's fucking wild. Especially back in the eighties. I was gonna say she'd spread it all. She doesn't give a shit. Dude, if anybody was gonna have if OnlyFans had been big in the eighties, I feel like Madonna would have had an OnlyFans. But I'm also I'm kind of surprised that Miley Cyrus doesn't. No, she's team now. She's not as crazy. Yeah, she's not doing a lot of the drugs and shit. So I know Scarlett Bordeaux does. Yeah, all these fucking female wrestlers, dude. They're not showing their tits. They're just showing them in bikinis and charging dudes like fifty bucks a month. I don't know, dude. I have ne- I don't. I have never seen the inside of an OnlyFans. I don't know what it looks like. I refuse to pay for porn. Exactly. I mean, I've come awful close because uh, OnlyFans, like you know how every dude and his buddy pretty much have a podcast, like yeah. us. Yeah, everyone and their fucking great grandmother has a podcast now. Yeah, podcasts. OnlyFans are podcasts for chicks. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, that's what all the girls are like. There's dudes that do it, but you know they ain't making it's the money. Podcasts for chicks. <laughs> yeah, it's just visual podcasts, but here, let me show you fucking hardcore shit. Well, you're creating content of a certain variety. Yeah. That, you know. You know what, man? And, but here's the thing. I know, like, okay, I don't know. I've heard rumor that, like, three people I personally know have OnlyFans. And now there is a curiosity factor where it's like, okay, you'll see this. But uh, it's always. It's always either somebody you work with and not like you like, like the girl I'm dating, I work with, but she works in a different department. Like I only see her at lunch. It's like somebody you work with, like in your office and you have to sit next to them or something every day. Yeah. And then you're like, you see like the shit they're posting online under a different alias. Like, uh, yeah, they're not going to hold this. So there's these rumors going around work that certain chicks have only fans. But one I know is true because uh, somebody looked into it. I'm not going to say who, but in the wrestling business, one of the boys' wives, who's uh, uh, a very good-looking girl. <laughs> like, a lot of times, wrestlers may not always marry pretty. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, I mean, you got to do what you got to do to make a buck or six, man. You know, if you're getting... May as well, you make more from this job than your real job or something. There's been well, so yeah. many stories of that too. Like, 
fucking teachers and shit were like doing this shit on the side. I know, dude. And like when a teacher gets found out, to me, that's always real funny. Yeah. I mean, it sucks if they get fired and shit like that. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think you should. That's that's a, that's harsh. Yeah, like exactly. you, if you work with little kids, especially if you work with teenagers, you probably shouldn't have that out there. Like like fucking kindergartners, they're not looking for this. No, they have no idea. They're still innocent. Yeah, but like when you start to get into like high school, Even where school. Uh, the boys are going to when it comes to getting online and what they're going to Google, boys will be boys. Mm-hmm. And and you know. I feel like that's a ticking time bomb. Like, eventually, you're going to get found out. All right, Doc uh, McGee. Oh, God. <laughs> He's a fucking manager. He's a rock star. You're going to see him. Now, his comfortable, sexy pose, what he finds, what his what the women would pay to see him do, is uh, he's going to be fully clothed, kicking back with his feet up. Maybe his... Ma- Maybe he's in his socks, smoking a cigar with his feet up on his desk while he does fucking paperwork. That's what... like a fucking lawyer on OnlyFans. What the hell? That's tame. I was going to say, you want to go real. I'd say like Gene Simmons OnlyFans. It's just only only him performing cunnilingus on his wife. That's it. <laughs> only stuff with tongue. You know, uh, Paul Stanley... Paul yeah. Stanley would have like had like see I like girls just like have you seen that movie um it would just be that one scene from um Decline from, of Western Civilization. Yeah, it would just be that one scene with him in the bed with the chicks. Yeah. That, that's all the only thing he pulls out only fans. That's the only thing him with the girls, anyways. I don't know. Yeah, if you're new to the Guns and Radio podcast, where the idea for Paul Stanley. See, I like girls. See, I don't like guys. I'm, I'm, I'm not gay enough, and I like girls. See, see, there's girls all over. Is if you if you watch the decline of Western civilization, there's a scene of Paul Stanley, like you know how documentaries will cut to people talking and uh, up close and stuff and telling their story. This story is about the L.A. rock scene of the '80s, and Paul Stanley is in it. And when he's sitting there doing his interview segments. He's laying in the bed with the camera up over him, and he's got four women. Two. I think there's more than two. I think I he's, at least he's got one on each side. He does at least have one on each side, but I think there's more girls in that bed. Like there are way there's a, there's an awful there's a, there's a noticeable you know okay you so know I what think it's between two and four. That's okay, we'll say we'll say. Between two and four chicks, whatever, and but it's enough. And his and then he's laying there giving his interview. Like, well, you see, the thing about rock and roll is that um, you know, anybody can be a rock star. <laughs> and I'm like, brah, you. Just... <laughs> it looks. It just reminds me so hard. Have you ever had that friend that was gay and it knew and you knew he was gay and he was always gay, but like you know, in high school he pretend he ain't. Yeah, and then. He gets in college, like, 18, 19, and then it's like, yeah, he was gay all along. But he, that, that's, that's that's like the act. That's what it reminds me of when he's doing that interview. <laughs> is It reminds me of, like, one of my friends from high school that was gay and wasn't ready to admit it yet. And, you know. Yeah. 
Now, the 2022 version of that, you replace Paul Stanley and put Adam Levine in there with those fucking memes going on. <laughs> Holy fuck, Dude. your body is absurd. What's <laughs> on? Yeah, I'm, I'm in a, I'm, I like a lot of weird shit on Facebook. One of the groups I'm in is a Glenn Danzig, is a group just specifically Glenn Danzig memes. <laughs> that your body is absurd thing. I saw that, and I saw Brando posted one um, of Medusa. Yeah, <laughs> and your place absurd with the, the absurd logo, I guess, from the cover from the single art. Yeah, <laughs> what like, was going yes. on with that? What so was the story there? He basically got caught like fucking some other chick, and then he got hurt, or he's he got his wife pregnant or something, and was going to name that kid after. The chick he was fucking cheating on his wife with, or something, some whole thing, and then the DMs with oh, this other chick leaked or something. I'm like, oh my god! And I'm like, guess uh, what? This guy just ruined his own his whole band because he was his whole band. Who the fuck else knows who's in Maroon Five? Uh, yeah. Oh, I know it's Adam you... Levine, some dude with long hair, and a black guy. That's it. Maroon Five had its time. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Oh, shut up. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm kind of curious what she was going to say. I, I don't know. Stop. <laughs> no. Why does it do this? Fuck you, Apple Watch. <laughs> I don't know. What was she going to say? I don't know. I cut her off. She didn't <laughs> Fuck oh. you. We'll never know. It's lost yeah. to the cosmos. You were saying. Um, let's see. Let's do one more. Let's think. Oh, dude, Lita, no, Lita Ford whoop somebody's ass. Yeah, no, it'd be her choking some fucking dude with his own dick or yeah. something. It'd be like watching, like, Phoenix Marie fuck a guy or something. Dude, could you imagine if Lita, Lita Ford's reaction to a dick pic? Uh, she would probably choppy choppy your pee-pee. <laughs> you would get John Wayne bobbited. <laughs> Yeah, I'm scared of Lita Ford. Uh, don't get me wrong; she is really, really hot. Like, I, I, I uh, of all the women rock stars of that time, Lita Ford is way up there in my opinion. I love her music, but also like her image that makes her real hot. But I'm gonna tell you, in real life, man, everybody want a wild woman till you get a wild woman. I'm gonna tell you. exactly, man. <laughs> the day by day is very tiresome. <laughs> oh man, it is very tiresome day by day. Uh, Janice Joplin might have done it though. Maybe yes, maybe no. You never know. Hers would have been very artistic though. Yeah. Like, oh man, she wasn't very attractive though. But it would it wouldn't be a sexual thing. It would be it'd be one of those body positive kind of things. I feel like that would be the direction if Janis Joplin were a thing today. Yeah, that that would uh, that that would go. Yeah, that's weird. But it's so weird that Tommy Lee of all people. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess ride the wave of popularity while you still can. I mean, shit, they got people talking, so why not? I know, man. There was a time. Um, I never got to get in on them, but Vince Neil was doing uh, cameos at one point. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh I really wanted to get a cameo from Vince Neil and And he can't Vince Neil. And <laughs> Oh man, I, I but then he quit doing it. Don't get it. Probably got fat shamed on there it. too. <laughs> Who's on there? I say you probably got fat shamed on there too, just like he gets fat shamed all over the internet. I don't know. I don't know, man. Like Vince, that ain't even the thing with Vince. Like I don't really hold it against Vince. I don't guess. Like I mean, I make fun of him because he <laughs> and he gets yeah. winded and he makes up the shit. But I mean. You, there's got to be said for the fact that you don't have the talent. I mean, some, there's got to be something said about that. I mean, you don't have the talent, but you survived. Not only survived, but you were one of the top dogs in a time where the top dogs of music were so top dog. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So legendary. Yeah. yeah. And like the 2000s don't really have that. I mean, they... You might have somebody that's big for a year or two nowadays, but you don't get your decade-long dominations like you did back in the day. Yeah, I know exactly. I agree. Like, it's either you're a one-in wonder, or you maybe last, you know, five, ten years in the sun, and then you're gone, or someone else new just basically trumps your ass. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. That's been an interesting episode. We uh, we checked out a band. <laughs> that's a good yeah, conversation. We, talked, we checked out a band, talked about OnlyFans, and we haven't even <laughs> t- t- mentioned GNR News for once in this fucking time. Oh, yeah, yeah. We even got... Um, so, that's the box set. There's the They've announced the Use Your yeah. Illusion box set. It's coming yeah. out November 11th, right? November 2022. 11th. And coming in like 17 different versions. Um, I'm interested well, in have you looked at the track list? I mean, there's like, I, I know that the Ritz is coming because they've already released the single from this box set, I guess, is You Could Be Mine from the Ritz. Yeah. And I didn't know before we were talking off air what was so special about the Ritz. So tell me again, what's so special about the Ritz shows? That makes it was this one big of the, deal. a few um, warm-up shows that they did right before the uh, User Illusion tour. It was one of the first shows actually technically that's uh, on the tour, but it was considered a warm-up show before the main uh, tour started. And it's one of the first like times a lot of the new music from the double albums would be tested live and all that. And this is also the show where Axel broke his foot which is then you see in later user illusion tour footage that like got the cast on and shit for a few months. Huh? So he broke and his then, foot especially, and it was during you could be mine. Ironically. And, and you said broke his foot. So he jumps off. of. Now, can you hear on the, on the single that they released? Can you kind of hear when that happens? Not really. No, you can, but you can kind of probably tell like, in like the later half of the song, like when like Axel's singing, you could probably tell like, okay, maybe this guy's in pain. When he does like that, that ending, you could be mine. Like you can, he's like fucking like, I don't know if it's just the rasp, but like his voice, his vocal range at the air at the time there, but like he sounded like he was in fucking pain. So he's like just 
fucking it's like it's biting on something. Like, okay. Yeah. That's why that's we're a, getting yeah. So we're getting that that's show. That's a very metal song. Yeah. So we're getting that show in audio and also in Blu-ray format, which is pretty oh. cool. We're finally getting some pro shot stuff from that era. I mean, yeah, this is the first time that we've seen anything of high definition 4K quality from mm-hmm. Guns N' Roses that was not remastered by Franz. Pretty much. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if Franz was actually... Actually, no way. Franz would never do this shit for that. <laughs> no, but well, I've well, talked to Franz about it. Like He definitely has an opinion on it. I gotta be honest, yeah. Like this past week with me moving and everything, a lot of my messages are behind. Yeah, and... there's a big discussion as well in our Discord about a lot of this stuff. I mean, some people are like, oh, it's kind of underwhelming, disappointing, and like I know, like, me and Franz are very, like, excited for it, because me, I'm a sucker for, like, good live um, content as well, so we're getting, you know, the Ritz in audio and in Blu-ray format, we're also getting, you know, the Las Vegas show from 1992, which apparently, like, no one knew the full set list of until now. And that's the one that certain songs were taken from for live era, right? Yeah, so we're going to probably, we're going to pure them, you know, as it was intended, not with alleged axle overdubs. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, Patience, was it Patience in Paradise City that's like Patience was supposed to have little to no uh, no, it wasn't Patience. There's a song on there that's supposed to have little to no change on Live Era. Which one was it? Was it Patience? I'm not sure. To be honest, I'm not. I'm. I'm not even sure. Like, I don't know. I'm not sure who you're referring to. To be honest. Well, one of the live air. Well, that's a whole rabbit hole, like going down. Yeah, uh, the whole live air conspiracy theories and is it really yeah. dubbed or not? I mean, like, there's some that definitely does sound like it is. Well, it definitely is. Slash even said it was. Like they've never denied that. Like, yeah, <laughs> there was. Yeah, that was all three of them. They had to agree to release this shit. Yeah, and in an, I was looking at an interview before Slash and Axel were talking again back in the day while they were still mad at each other. And uh, they asked that Slash what was his uh, favorite, what was the easiest album to work on or something like that. And he said Live Era was the easiest uh, one to work on because he didn't have to see Axel. Like they did yeah, everything. So their lawyers all your management team. took care of it. Yeah. That's so, like, they were never in the room together. But Slash admitted that he'd re-recorded stuff on it. So, if he was going to, it only makes sense that Axel would, too. Yeah. Why not? I think parts of Speech Child of Mine definitely were. Because they sound like... Sounds like probably they took from what it re-recorded in 99 with the new band and just threw it on there. Why do people get so mad about that, though? I don't know. I, I get a reason. It's like, you want to hear, like, the raw live recordings and shit. But... I feel like at that time, you get away with a lot of that stuff. It was 99. I mean, mm-hmm. now you wouldn't be able to get away with it, which is probably why they're releasing these, um, you know, full concerts. Plus, I think, like, we're even getting a lot of other live stuff, too. I think there's a whole CD of just, like, different songs from the Illusions albums, like, live from different concerts. Like, I know we're getting some live stuff from that Paris 92 concert. Um, a little bit from different concerts all around the world during that User Illusion era. 
Now, I've reviewed the set list, not really in depth, but I've looked over it a few times. And I don't see anything that's coming out in this box set that we don't already have in the wheel for us to review other than Hotel California. But I think it's an instrumental. Yeah, because they use a lot of these to just cover random stuff and have like intro into other things. Like, you know, back in the Illusions era, they'd have Sweet Little Sister as the intro to Sweet Child Mine. Yeah. Or stuff like that. Like, they would play, like, or they play some random other stuff that would lead into November Rain. But those kind of things, to me, I don't feel like they should be billed as a, a separate song. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's it's technically it's unreleased because it's you know a concert that hasn't been released to the public in you know a by you know management or the band themselves like through a record label. I mean, the only thing we could probably actually get at reviewing this is the 22 version, 2022 version of November Rain. Now you know what I'm not seeing here. Not I feel like it's conspicuous by its absence. Corn Shucker. That'll never get officially released. Never will. <laughs> just, just like they omitted one in a million from the, the Appetite re-release, remaster, that's not getting an official release. <laughs> well, one in a million needed to go, man. Oh, we'll, yeah. it, it's going to have its own episode. I'm dreading the day that, that motherfucker comes out of the wheel. I mean, that and you know, a certain other song from the Illusion albums, I think most of you will know. Oh Lord, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, you're gonna hear dude, that. You're gonna hear fucking think... that remastered. Ooh. I didn't even think of my world, dude. Yeah, my world remastered, bro. Be fucking insane. <laughs> oh man, they're gonna have demos and shit on this one, like they did on the last one. Uh there's apparently there isn't any, and like I can understand why people are like, "Oh, we're gonna hear demos and shit." I'm like. That shit's already on fucking like, YouTube. We've already covered at least like two or three of them from mm -hmm. that like era. The only thing I really want is the fucking um, the song from the '94 Pinball Machine, the going down, whatever. Yeah, which I don't think was I ever like... officially released. Now, see, that's a little. That's another reason this box set disappoints me, is because I would like to hear a polished version of Crash Diet. I'd like to hear a polished version of Sentimental Movie. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I mean, do get why, but hot take. Honestly, a lot of those Legion demos are fucking shit. Really? Just another Sunday. The one we reviewed was kind of eh. But too wouldn't much, it be too a little soon bit? Wasn't that good? Wouldn't it be a little better though if they were polished up and sounded like finished tracks? Maybe yes, maybe no. But they're demos. They weren't even like tracks they were probably ever going to finish anyways. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. But like, I wouldn't mind they like they could have done what they did with you know the appetite re-release. You know, have like you know studio sessions or something like re like they did those. Shadow of Your Love. Yeah, like why could I, I just saying if they would do that with even though those songs right now in demo form are meh, mm -hmm. they you know cleaned up at least it would be something that we might never listen to again, but be like okay, that's what that was that would. Was supposed to sound like like we got with Shadow of Your Love. Mm -hmm. yeah, you I know. can definitely see both sides, but I feel like you know then it would have been like double the price because like oh there's demos here we got to you know double the price of it. 
triple the motherfucker. I'm not gonna buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, at least now it's actually a reasonable price. Like, unless you're buying the vinyl, the twelve fucking vinyl version, but like, you have to be a vinyl file to even give a shit about that. Yeah. Like, I would only consider maybe getting the seven CD version because it's actually like reasonable, and like the memorabilia stuff would be pretty cool to have as well. And it's actually. If I was going to buy it, it'd be vinyl or nothing for me. Yeah. I don't know. The thing is, I already have user version one and, one and two on vinyl. So it's like, why would I want to get them? I mean, if you get them remastered, but I'm like, you can get the same shit on the streaming service. Like, I just want more for, you know, I would yeah. more for, like, just to get the, the pro shot of the Ritz and then all, like, the memorabilia stuff. Like, like from that era, I just have, like, you know, the, the photos and other stuff, you know. Um, stuff. Have we like, done Crash Diet on here? We have done Crash Diet. We have? Mm-hmm. When did we do that? Fuck, way back. I think it was a bonus show. Well. We did it back, like, in season two or three. I did not know that. I got to look back at that. I don't remember doing that at all. Yeah, we've done Crash Diet. And we did Just Another Sunday, Too Much Too Soon. We did Corn Shucker. Sentimental <laughs> um, yeah. Movie we still have not done yet. Okay. I know that one for a fact. We still have not done yet. Um, we covered a couple of stuff from the Appetite thing. We would, Yeah, the Jumbo Jack Flash Heartbreak Hotel covers from the studio sessions there. We did Shadow of okay. finally. Oh, yeah, we did get Shadow last season. Yeah, we got Shadow last season, which is awesome to get out of the way. Um, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, like, there is definitely, like, a good case for both sides, the opinion on this box set. At least now, it's a lot more affordable for for a, a lot of reasons. I mean, at the same time, though, you're kind of probably getting something decreased. But at least, like, it looks fucking cool what you're getting in the box set. Like, the it set itself look awesome. looks really cool. I like the artwork where it's, you know, mixed with the, the, the orange and the blue from, you know, the albums and stuff. Yeah, you put them side by side, and it makes that square of. Yeah, it's like, like yeah, the square sort of zigzag effect. Um, it is. Really yeah, that cool. is really cool. I mean, we don't need a, a a box with the fucking cross on it. It looks like, I don't know, that's just gonna end up like maybe holding up a, a table that's missing a leg. <laughs> I thought I know I I would if I was gonna buy anything, the appetite box, I would like to have that. I don't want to buy. The only thing is, is I don't want. I've got a pretty vast GNR collection as it is. Mm-hmm. And there's not really anything inside the box that interests me as much as the box itself. And then I would just put my own shit in the box. Like. Yeah. If somebody out there won't sell me the box, they're like, I'd buy it, but even yeah. that motherfucker sells for a couple of hundred, and I'm just not willing to pay that for a box. Yeah, and I can't even get it because they shut the fucking Canadian merch store down, which is bullshit. Sons of bitches. Yeah. How do you but get like, shit? Then? It, I have to basically use the American merch store. Then I got to pay customs and shit on that. You know, fuck that. Oh, that's lame. But like, I literally, so like, I can I can get the user illusion box set here. I have to go through fucking Universal Music Canada, like their merch. Uh, site whatever if i want if if maybe i don't know i'm still considering on the fence of getting this box set for like these really one well 
it's you know, uh, it's like it's kind of you know not not too bad. At least you're getting some decent much, shit out of it. How much does it cost? Um, like if I look here, like in, can you, um, so I'm looking at the super deluxe, the seven CD with the Blu-ray movie, uh, three thirteen ninety nine. Oh, ah, bro, come on. You could buy a computer for that. I mean, I bought a computer for way more than that. It's better than getting the the twelve vinyl one, which is like six hundred bucks. Yeah, or or you could buy a cool suit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I knew it is. Now I am interested in the Blu-ray. I will pick up the Blu-ray mm-hmm. if they release it separately. If they don't release it separately, I will not buy it. Uh, somebody. Well, then, you know what? Somebody will send it to us. <clears throat> Franz. Uh, Franz, yeah. And even if, the, even if not, dude, like, there's nothing that's going to be on that Blu-ray that Franz, you know, had already, like, shown us better shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's uh, true. But I'll even look through, like, the description here. Um, Super Deluxe 7 CD, 97 total tracks. You get live in New York, live in Las Vegas. Uh so the New York thing, it's a Blu-ray features full concert film in HD, surround stereo audio, and then you get a hardcover book with unreleased photos, images, um, replica fan club kits, um, 10 double design lithos, four backstage passes, and all this stuff. So basically it's just tour memorabilia they're, they're remaking for this. Man, I hate when they re-release fan club shit, and then you go try to buy fan club shit on the internet. Yeah, and you always have to worry about is it the re-release version or is it like genuine? I I can get that, but like I don't know, it's cool to know that there's actually a fan club before it became just like you know the toxic cesspool of fucking forums. Yeah, I wonder what that was like back in the well. The forums came along in the '90s, probably late '90s, early 2000s. Because even back before the forums, we had chat rooms. Mm-hmm. There's probably a whole Yahoo chat on it. Of course, I wasn't there back then, but I wouldn't have been surprised. True. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, what else have we got? Is there any other interest in GNR news before we get into our song of the day? I think that's pretty much it. We give our thoughts on the box set. Um <laughs> I think it's pretty decent, you know, would be nice to have more stuff, yeah, but I mean, we're getting a lot of live content, and I'm a sucker for, like, you know, old live releases, I don't have to bootleg off of, oh, yeah. you know, a shaky fucking uh, cam recording from 30 years ago, so. That's true. So this That'll be nice. Good. I mean, I would, I would love for GNR to start releasing more of their older concerts, you know. Even like, you know, we mentioned Paul Stanley doing what Kiss is doing. I don't know if you're seeing a lot of the release on Spotify. They're just, we're literally releasing fucking stuff from the soundboard, from old shows. Oh, wow. I did not they know They have a whole that. series of, you know, off the off the board, or things called off the soundboard. I mean, they release like three different shows. So it's like, oh, you want like an old 70s Kiss show with the original lineup? Here you go. You want something from the 98 tour? There you go. Something from like 2001, 2002. You have a show from that era. You know, Paul Stanley, since Paul Stanley uses tracks, it's a good thing to put them tracks to work that are just sitting out there. Exactly. Especially, you know, 
It's just straight off the soundboard. Why not? <laughs> That's pretty awesome. I kind of want to check that out. Definitely. I think there's like two or three they already released in the last year. Just like, you know, this off the soundboard series. Kiss has really always really done shit like that. They do Kissology. Why doesn't GNR? They have the they, and that's the thing I don't understand. Have you have you seen the Kiss? You remember the Kissology DVD sets that used to come out? Yeah, I do recall. I think they were, there was an album version of it too, like somewhere on Spotify. I think, or maybe that's just the greatest well, hits thing. But well, on Kissology, what they would do is it would be a set of DVDs, mm-hmm. and the DVDs are all live Kiss shows. Yeah. And there's like one or two from the set from 70, whatever, 70. And then it starts out like 70, whatever to 80 something. Like it's a five year span and it's got like mm-hmm. 20, 30 different concerts on it in mm-hmm. their entirety. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why GNR can't do that. Bro, they like they release have to this put... shit like on a online, like streaming pay-per-view platform. Like, remember a couple of years ago during the pandemic of uh, Fight TV and their whole summer concert series? You know, Gina yeah. can do something like that. Just release shows from different eras for like 10 bucks. You can get, you know, unlimited uh, replay values pretty much added to your account, whatever. And it's smart because, you know, Fight TV is, you know, a lot of, you know, combat sports, pro wrestling. There is an intersection of GNR fans and pro wrestling fans. You know, if MTV if if MTV would get their shit together, there's no excuse why there couldn't be like a streaming version with that feature where you have just concerts and then you go to any exactly. artist. And, like there, it, it's know, just with, with the rights and as convoluted as the music and greedy. Yeah, because yeah, MTV has broadcast a lot of concerts too. I mean, like the Ritz from that old Ritz show from the '80s was aired on MTV. Yeah. That's probably why you're never going to get a fully official release of it, because MTV probably still has the rights to it. Uh, yeah, and we'll say, like, well, that I get it. Like, if you ain't going to get that much of pie, I understand. But at the same time, like, you're just sitting on this shit. Like, there's, it, it's not making any money like this. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, at least... At least it could make money. You know what I mean? At least they're dry, putting something out now to make money. So yeah. on those Blu-rays, how many concerts are you going to get in Blu-ray form? That's true, especially the work to convert that footage into something that's like, you know, HD and all that. But, you know, dude, Franz can do it. And he's one mm-hmm. guy sitting at home, like oh, chilling. So many, like, people in the, even in the GNR community have done this shit. Not just Franz, a few other people have definitely have done it. I mean, Fran's the best at doing it, but... Uh, why can't... Well, I just don't understand. Well, I mean, like, you... Even if they... Like, even if they didn't utilize the fans and, like, say, hey, I'll hire you to do this, mm-hmm. even if they didn't do that, there's companies out there that do this. Mm-hmm. That's their whole their whole business platform. Yeah, you all these take conversions and, and make it upscalings. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just start selling your shit to fucking Eagle Rock. (laughs) Rick Astley, never going to give you up, is available in 4K. Yeah. Was that a family when we watched her? (laughs) Yeah, we watched that on here. Uh, Yeah, a fan did that. Someone on YouTube randomly did that. I don't think it was officially from him. I think it was just 
Like a random fan upscaled the whole thing in 4K. It looked fucking sick. ACDC's released a 4K, has had a 4K re-release of one of their music videos. Thunderstruck. Yeah, because I think they're, a lot of bands are even doing that. Taking their old videos from the 90s and making them like HD or 4K or something. Which is yeah, not some of it was mastered on film. Yeah, if you, you can, can find the original film, you can definitely work wonders with that shit. That's awesome. And it's so weird, though, because like now everything's digital, so when the next thing better than 4K comes out, watch it. won't be You won't be able to do nothing with it unless you didn't have film, since yeah. they don't use film. You have to do fucking upscale from 4 to 8 like 12k whatever's yeah. next after after long when we were fucking gone yeah yeah i don't think we'll ever be available in 4k folks <laughs> never know you never know yeah that is you true never know. you never know man that's the story of our life yeah and speaking of the stories of our lives <laughs> our uh, song of the day yeah. He's buying neurotic outsiders. Uh, how do you think yeah. it's going to be, Chris? Um, mid to shit. Mid to shit. Oh, boy. Yeah, mid to shit. No, let's, uh, let's just get it over with. Let's get right into it. This come out in the 90s or the early 2000s? I think it was sometime in the 90s. It's kind of got that Creed kind of sound to it. Yeah, 96. Oh no, is it going to be a boring song the whole way through? We'll have to see. Get in so I can hear better. But I think I'll stay in my chair. any facts or any lyrics or anything what do you have up for us today i I only got lyrics so far so i can just read from that first verse and the first chorus so far that we've covered um all right maybe uh, maybe if i can get some context here i can i can get into this i'll I'll look up some more let me look up fucking neurotic outsiders as well while we're at it and just see see the writers and shit behind the song um so lyrics here uh, boredom's tearing me apart. I yeah, entered a race that, right. that I can't start. Uh, they told me if I move that I'd go too far, but I think I'll stay in my Shangri-La. Okay. Ah, that's the name. Hey, Shangri-La is the name of our weed dispensary. <laughs> so you're seeing the Neurotic Gussers book, The Future, 26 years ago? <laughs> yeah, they came to Jefferson City. They, they time-traveled here. Yeah. This is the only drug Duff McKagan did, could do because, like, he was sober as fuck. <laughs> ah. 
Couldn't drink alcohol. Yeah, smoke some weed. I think my AD. I think my ADD is gonna get the best of me in this with this song. But yeah, so far, it's it's mad. It's uh, I don't know. Um, and then it, we the chorus. Have... Yeah. Can we add something one season? I want to. You know what I'm asking you on air. Mm-hmm. But think about this. We need AGT buzzers. Because <laughs> even the AGT judges get to go, and if everybody agrees. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Um, I don't know. I just like to give things a chance at least, you know. <laughs> if we gave the buzzers, then once we review my world, I would push that shit one second in. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> That's the thing. Our bias would overtake everything in this podcast. <laughs> Doesn't it already, though? Isn't that what it's supposed to do? To an extent, yeah, but that would just bring it to a fucking uh, near like dictator level. I don't know, guys. Tell us on our Discord what you think of that idea. Yeah. Give us your feedback on it. <laughs> and then the chorus of this song here. Uh, That's the story of my life. Another day goes drifting by. Now I can't live, but I won't die. That's the story of my life. Wow, that's good and depressing. All right. uh, Go ahead and hit play and let's get through this. I'm going to go get some water. Yeah. What is this genre? What's that, sir? What what would you say this genre of music is? This puddle Uh, of mud sounding. Well, I don't uh, know. Wikipedia considers them punk rock. Okay. I don't know. It's very like 90s rock at the time. It's like a mix. It sounds like a mix of like alt with a little grunge, like a little bit of punk. And then just like, I don't know, random, some soft rock bullshit, I guess. Something like that? I don't know. It's not really good for me. When we first started listening to Neurotic Outsiders on this show, we got, I recall, tell me if I'm wrong, did we not get some good songs that first couple of times? Um, The first time was actually a really shitty one. It was some like Duran Duran cover. And I think... What's been the good thing that Duff has done? Because this ain't it then. Yeah, I don't know. Like, actually, if I look at it, six feet under, that was one that was actually like mid. I think we, from looking at the 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 ratings here from like past episodes, we put that one right in the middle. Because I remember that was a good song, like instrumentally wise. Just the lyrics fucking sucked as usual. But this is just kind of lame, honestly. Dude, I am so bored with this. But yeah. how long do we got left? I don't know. I think it's a four-minute song, and I think we're like only halfway through. Uh, 
hit play but turn it down yeah <laughs> so we can still talk and now give us some songs some more facts and stuff to get us to make this part more interesting i mean the only way of facts i have about this is that it's steve um sorry steve jones uncles lead doing lead vocals so it seems like it would the lead vocals would switch between duff steve jones and john taylor can you turn the song down just a little more Okay, now it's like six. Okay, I'm just I'm I'm, I'm trying to hear you, but I want to make sure we get a good mix here. Uh, so tell us about who was the lead vocals again? Uh, Steve Jones. So who is Steve Jones? What else has he done? Sex Pistols. Okay. Pretty much as what he's most known for. This is good. This is a super group. So who else is in it? I mean, Duff from Guns N' Roses, Steve Jones from Sex Pistols, um, Matt Sorum also from Guns N' Roses, okay, and so um, John Taylor from Duran Duran. Well, okay, so yeah, Matt would have been in GNR at this time. Well, I know, it was 96, so it was probably around the time he left. Okay. Because Duff was the last one to leave in 97, I think. Yeah, because Slash what left in 96, Matt left probably around the same time. Matt would have been better off going solo, like Steven. Sorum, I don't know. He could have just went back to the cult. Yeah. Better than this. Yeah, I mean, the best we would have got until 2004, so. So did Matt take off the wig for Neurotic Outsiders, or was he still wearing the wig? That I have no idea. (laughs) <laughs> okay well there you go folks story yeah. of my life a, a horrible story of my life I would rather listen to story of my life by one direction than this have you ever heard the smash mouth song story of my life I have not do you have a song other than all star yeah I a, believer? a song that's not in Shrek no it's in Shrek it's oh. in a Shrek movie god damn it <laughs> it is definitely in a Shrek movie uh, Fuck those and motherfuckers! Oh, Mike Myers, their entire career at this point. <laughs> do like you remember Canada making uh, shit people famous again? Do you remember there used to be a show called The Surreal Life, where it was all it was real world but with famous people? Yeah, yeah, and it was it was like uh, yeah, yeah, it was like China on there one time. That's yeah, there was a season. There was a season where the lead singer of Smash Mouth was in the house. Okay, because I, I remember The and, Surreal Life was a huge thing in the early two thousands. And then there was there was an episode where they were going to make a music. They had their assignment was they had to make the music video to Smash Mouth song um, "Story of My Life," and everybody in the house had a job behind the scenes, uh, except for the singer because he was you know part of the music video. I did not know that. That's pretty cool. And uh, that was the first time I heard the song. And it's actually a really good song. Uh, if you uh, get a chance to go check it out, I enjoy it anyway. I like it better. Hey, now you're rock. I hate that shit. Like, yeah. that, that that just grinds on my nerve. It's so annoying. Yeah, it's <laughs> wonder shit right there. But that's that's the biggest thing Smash Bros. ever known for. Somebody. Yeah. Yeah, TikTok's brought them back. I do like the some. And then somebody gets hit in the face. Body. 
<laughs> have you seen that video? It's a ring video of somebody's parking lot where uh, this kid comes up with a basketball and goes, hey, dad, think fast and bounces in the ball. And his dad catches it. And then mom goes, that child is going to be a pro athlete. And dad tosses the ball back to him and smacks him right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> what the Oh man, that's a good one. Well, let's rate this piece of shit. Yeah, Um, I'll I'll let you go first. Um, nah, you don't even need to put me up. Yeah, I was gonna say zero. I I think I'm gonna go along on the same lines. It's just zero. Nothing interesting. Um, nothing of any substance in the song it's just one one notes one train throughout um it sounds like a really shitty slow song they would put in like an episode of riverdale during some emotional fucking montage and at least those songs in those point instances are better than this shit yeah yeah i was bored the whole fucking time we did this yeah this is honestly even if it's fucking 10 45 at night and like this is actually putting me to sleep and i don't go to sleep for like another two hours from now <laughs> yeah, I'll be going to sleep. Yeah, pretty soon. Put yourself to sleep too, actually. Fucks. I mean, I, guess you could, uh, I can't even give it half a point for that. No, dude, not me. You'd have to turn that shit off. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Hell no. Uh, yeah. So, what do you think? Let us know on our Discord. Uh, give us your thoughts. Do you disagree with us? Do you agree with us? Should we add a uh, uh, tap out buzzer. Should Chris and I be able to tap out this season? Yeah, definitely. Let us know on uh, all our socials too: Twitter, Instagram uh, at Guns and Radio Pod, Facebook.com slash Guns and Radio Pod. We're also on TikTok too, also at Guns and Radio Pod. Um, or you can find uh, all of our shit all in one place at GunsandRadio.com. Yeah, join our Discord and let us know uh, what you think of this week's episode. And uh, continue the discussion there, the discourse on our Discord. But, yeah, you can you can get your invite to our Discord on GunsAndRadio.com. Also, if you go to GunsAndRadio.com, you can actually pick which season of our archives you want to look into. And every season of this show turns out, not, not even that we're trying for it to be vastly different. It's just... Life keeps changing, man. And when life changes, and this is an ever-evolving, ever-growing show, this is a document of our lives right now, as well as a document of some great music that we uh, appreciate. But then sometimes, as in tonight, <laughs> we hit a roadblock. <laughs> kind of. We made almost an hour and a half out of this shit, so... Yeah, and that's good, because you notice we always have some good episodes on Duff songs, even though we hate the song, because yeah. I think a lot of us stalling to get out yeah. of <laughs> putting off and procrastinating. I mean, we had a lot of news and rock and roll to talk about this week, and plus, you know, a little segment I thought of that we can, you know, come back to from time to time. Oh, yeah. We'll need to come back to that pretty quick. I enjoy that. We got some, we've got some good, but Caputo's Court's one of my favorites, oh, my yeah. personal favorite. I love, <laughs> I love judging dude. people because I'm an asshole, so... Yeah, I think we did that last week, though. Yeah. So we we've developed a personality. This show certainly has. We 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 we're at that stage where we've got a personality now. The show itself has a personality, not yeah. just us. 
it's only you know three and a bit years old but it's you know it's got legs that show does and speaking of which one show however is coming to a conclusion this saturday almost said friday this saturday and that show is getting dizzy with it yeah season two finale this weekend if you're listening to our podcast uh audio form i'm aware that my audio sucks tonight because i'm doing it on my phone and i don't sound professional worth a damn however we have already pre-recorded the finale before I tore down my studio to move here. Yeah. So getting dizzy with it will be presented and it's proper with good sound. Oh, it's a, <laughs> it it's a sound damn good, good finale. So you definitely want to tune in on Saturday. And it's a uh, Saturday night's all right for fighting, which is how apropos. <laughs> Yeah, that we uh, are playing it on a Saturday. So get the getting dizzy with it wraps up. But then uh, you might want to tune in to getting dizzy with it because the following week is the grand return of Shotcast Saturday. <laughs> and and uh, we will reveal in the finale of getting dizzy with it what our first song of the new season or whatever of the return of shotcast is but i say it's time that we reveal what our next song is going to be that we're going to listen to on guns of radio next week yeah um so how do i do this i'm running the show here on my end all right all right let me coach you all right yeah so what you want to do is on the side of the screen yeah there are two videos that look like the wheel I see three, actually. Oh, there are three. Okay, pick whichever one you want and spin it. But keep up with the one that you pick because you will need to delete that. Yeah. Like, you know how sometimes I spin the wheel and it's a song we've already done? Mm. That's that's because I forgot to do that. Yeah. All right. (laughs) I'm going to pick the last one on the end here. So let's see what this brings us. Bring us some good luck. Come on. Way by Neurotic Outsiders. Damn. No, no, damn, God, damn, no. Damn. Damn. no. But hey, at least we're getting it out of the way. It's out of our fucking sight. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's the only positive about it. I don't have to fucking hear the shit ever again. But we got to confront it at least one more time next week. So, oh, damn. Looks like well, the, the fall is a, it's the fall of it's a neurotic fall. It looks like it's going to be so far. I hope not. Yeah. I fucking hope not. I've, I've Don't we got a bonus not. show coming up? Yeah, we do. We're we're still working on you know a thing for the hundred hundred thousand plays. Yeah, let me get folks bear with us on this bonus show thing. We are going to do it, mm-hmm. but I don't know how long it's going to take with everything I've got going on in my life to get set up to where it can sound proper because I'd hate to do a bonus show and it sounds like shit. Yeah. I want to do as few of these phone recordings as I can possibly do, but there's probably going to be another week of those ahead. Hopefully not, but probably. Yeah. 
Fucking neurotic outsiders. Well, God shit. damn it. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so come back next week, I guess, and listen to us fucking torture ourselves again. Yeah. Well, at least it's not my world. So, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, though, that last song we listened to, at least somebody's getting some good sleep. It did put somebody. <laughs> Our producer is. Uh, Fast asleep over here. Get a good look at him. <laughs> Hang on, I'm gonna unplug for just a second so I can get right up in there. What do you want? Stop bothering me. <laughs> All right, I'll be doing. <laughs> oh, but at this point, I believe it is time for Chris and I to bid you adieu. Yeah. I mean, the song put us both to sleep, and now um, I'm going to be meeting with DJ uh, DJ Blanket and MC Pillow very soon. So. <laughs> yeah, that's also my game plan. But yeah. can't wait. Well, I guess I can wait. I can't wait to next week, so we're going we're gonna to have fun. Whatever we do, we've got a shitty song to review, but Chris and I get to hang out together, and we're still going to have fun, so it's still going to be a good show. So Hell yeah. next Looking forward to next week. But until then, I'm Dustin Bones. And I'm Chris Caputo. Join us this Saturday, the season two finale of Getting Dizzy With It. And you're going to find out how we're going to kick off the return of Shotcast as well. But then again, we'll see you guys Monday for another edition of Guns and Radio. Until then, guys, stay safe, peace out, and keep on rocking in that free world. Woohoo!